Morning prayer begins on page four of the prayer book. Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Benite on page 9. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the holder stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 44 on page 394. We have heard with our ears, O God, our fathers have told us what thou hast done in their time of old. How thou hast driven out the heathen with thy hand, and planted our fathers in. How thou hast destroyed the nations, and made thy people to flourish. For they get not the land in possession through their own sword. Neither was it their own arm that helped them. But thy right hand, thy right and thine arm, and the light of thy countenance, because thou hadst a favor unto them. Thou art my king, O God, send help unto Jacob. Through thee will we overthrow our enemies, and in thy name we will tread them under that rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow, it is not my sword that shall help me. But it is thou that savest us from our enemies, and puttest them in confusion that hate us. We make our boast of God all day long, and will praise thy name forever. But now thou art far off, and puttest us to confusion, and goest not forth with our armies. Thou makest us to turn our backs upon our enemies, so that they which hate us spoil our goods. Thou lettest us to be eaten up like sheep, and hast scattered us among the heathen. Thou sellest thy people for naught, and takest no money for them. Thou makest us to be rebuked of our neighbors, to be laughed to scorn, and had in derision of them that are round about us. Thou makest us to be a byword among the nations, and that the people shake their heads at us. My confusion is daily before me, and the shame of my face hath covered me. For the voice of the slanderer and blasphemer, for the enemy and avenger. And though all this be come upon us, yet we do not forget thee, nor behave ourselves forwardly in thy covenant. 
Our heart is not turned back, neither are steps gone out of thy way. No, not when thou hast smitten us into the place of dragons, and covered us with the shadow of death. If we have forgotten the name of our God, and holding up our hands to any strange God, shall not God search it out? For he knoweth the very secrets of the heart. For thy sake also are we killed all the day long and are counted as sheep appointed to be slain. Up, Lord, why sleepest thou? Awake, and be not absent from us forever. Wherefore hidest thou thy face, and forgettest our misery and trouble? For our soul is brought low even unto the dust, our belly cleaveth unto the ground. Arise and help us, and deliver us for thy mercy's sake. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the ninth verse of the eleventh chapter of the book of Proverbs. The hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge the righteous will be delivered. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices. And when the wicked perish, there is shouting. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. A talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals the matter. Where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. There is one who scatters, yet increases more, and there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will, will also be watered himself. The people will curse him who withholds grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. He who did, diligently seeks good finds favor, but trouble will come to him who seeks evil. He who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like foliage. He who troubles his own house will inherit the wind, and the fool will be his servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus says on page 11, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious stone of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 19th verse of the second chapter of the Epistle to the Philippians. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly, 
that I also may be encouraged when I know your state. For I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ Jesus. But you know his proven character, that as a son with his father he served with me in the gospel. Therefore I hope to send him at once, as soon as I see how it goes with me. But I trust in the Lord that I myself shall also come shortly. Yet I considered it necessary to, to send to you Epaphrodus, my brother, fellow worker, and fellow soldier, but your messenger and the one who ministered to my need. Since he was longing for you all, and was distressed because you had heard that he was sick. For indeed he was sick almost unto death, but, but God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. Therefore I sent him the more eagerly, that when you see him again you may rejoice, and I may be less sorrowful. Receive him therefore in the Lord with all gladness, and hold such men in, in esteem because for the work of Christ he came close to death, not regarding his life, to supply what was lacking in your service towards me. Here endeth the second lesson. Together the shorter form of Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he have visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us, in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified dead and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, mercifully look upon our infirmities, and in all our dangers and necessities, stretch forth thy right hand to help and defend us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
but God who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, who service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. <clears throat> Everyone can try to say Epaphroditus very fast, five times in a row. Um, we have a little window into uh, the ministry of Paul, and you get that occasionally in the epistles where he starts some of the personal reminiscences about his co-workers or people who are with him. And we, we have two mentions, two people mentioned a Timothy, and he, he says uniquely about Timothy that he's, I have no one of, of like mind, really sort of of one soul with me, which means what he means is that um, no one who sees his apostolic ministry the same way he does, and therefore no one he can send out like he can Timothy, trusting that he will do exactly what what you know what is good for the ministry and what he is, he's called to do. Epaphroditus um, is uh, apparently a member of the Philippian congregation. <clears throat> he was the one who who um, brought the gift from the Philippians to Paul, and now now he's with Paul, ministering to Paul. So he's sort of an emissary from them, and and there and so these are two faithful people. And it's interesting because Saint Paul's in jail, and it highlights how dependent you are upon co-workers to do things you ask them to do when you can't go anywhere. Um, and you realize that in ministry, uh, you <clears throat> you really depend upon people being faithful to, to the task they're called to do. A lot of times in church, um, there's a focus on what is flashy or showy, or someone's got a new thing they want to do, or a new plan, or new class, and it might have a, a splash for a month or two. But what really makes the church operate is ordinary faithfulness, and, and the people who are most central to, to the church are those who don't really notice them because they just do what they do. It's kind of like uh, parts of a car or any machine. When they're doing what they're supposed to do, you don't even notice them because the thing's just humming along. But you do notice them when they stop and decide not to do it, all of a sudden the thing falls apart. And um, we can contrast Timothy and Epaphroditus with other people, St. Paul, I'm thinking of the end of 2 Timothy, where he says, um, for Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, where that is, he abandoned the ministry. And there was a, a dispute with Mark in Acts, where, because Mark had abandoned the mission in a previous, in a, in a, that they had gone on, and therefore Paul refused to take him along the following time, Although we get in the subtext of various letters that there was some reconciliation there, and you know Mark apparently learned and became a little bit more faithful after he was sort of tested and tried. But it's it's a, a lesson for us in terms of of vocation 
in, in our faith, um, each of us should consider what we're called to do and our calling will involve, you know, first and foremost, our life for prayer, uh, consideration of our gifts, and then ordinary faithfulness in the things we're doing at work and home is the first level of, of faithfulness. And then how we're called to contribute to the body of Christ according to our time and gifts and talents, <clears throat> to do that, that faithfully. And it's important when we think about faithfulness to realize that we're not called to do everything. And one of the things that characterizes the faithful is they know what they're called to do and they know what they're not called to do. There's a kind of anxious busyness where somebody feels responsible for everything and they run around or try to do everything <clears throat> and it burns them out and it burns everyone else out. And the other problem with that is that if somebody tries to do everything, they're trying to do work that somebody else should do and will probably keep someone else from doing it. Now, if we think about the church as the body of Christ with, with gifted members, the philosophy is that um, if the body of Christ consists of gifted members and the church is called to do something in ministry, then God must have provided someone with the gifts to do it. And, and so when everybody is simply faithful in doing what they're called to do, the church is doing what it's called to do. So it's that ordinary faithfulness that we we think about. So that's something to think about during <clears throat> to close out the Epiphany season, going to pre-Lent next year or next week. The um, the idea that Epiphany um, Christ is revealed to us. We we see him. We know him. <clears throat> and our response to that is that we serve. And considering our vocation, what we're called to do and what we're not called to do and focus on that ordinary, consistent faithfulness in our vocation um, is our is our primary contribution to to the body of Christ and the, and the primary way we love that faithfulness that uh, where people can say of us, you know, that that like Paul with Timothy, he knows that he's going to do uh, what um, what he asked him to do. And like Epaphroditus, Philippians knew he could be counted on to deliver the gift to Paul. And Paul knows he can count on him also to be someone that people uh, can count on. So uh, today is our uh, day of prayer and fasting for mission. Uh, we'll continue with the prayer for mission on page 38, uh, asking God to, to bless our mission effort and open new doors of mission and ministry for us. Let us pray. O God, who has made <clears throat> of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on the face of the whole earth, and did send thy blessed Son to preach peace to them that are far off and to them that are nigh. Grant that all men everywhere may seek after thee and find thee. <clears throat> Bring the nations into thy fold, pour out thy spirit upon all flesh, and hasten thy kingdom to the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Together, the general thanksgiving on page 19. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, then unworthy servants, to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. 
but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. We'll pause for a moment for people just to offer personal intercessions for the day, and we'll close the prayer of St. Chrysostom and the Grace on page 20. Almighty God has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and does promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their request. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good with you all this morning. Yeah. Epaphroditus, 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 Epaphroditus. Thank you. Bye bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Charlotte. Phew. Thank you. Yeah. Bless. Have a wonderful day, everybody. <laughs>